0: and welcome to Sloth's Love to Read. This is Carrie Ann. Today we're gonna be reading a wonderful story about mythology that comes from the British Isles, Scotland, Ireland, and Wales. This is the story of Selkies. Selkies are mythological creatures that are part seal and part human. The book is called The Seal Children, and the book is by Jackie Morris. Let's get started. The Seal Children There is a place on the edge of Wales where fields and moorlands meet, where heather and gorse slope down to high cliffs, waves crash, and a bite at the cliffs, and the wind lifts the spray as seals sing to the rhythm of the sea. Stones and walls mark where a village once stood. There are no people now. All you can hear are the cries of buzzards, the chipping of stone chats, the tumbling notes of the skylarks, and the distant song of the people of the sea. Long ago, one of the sea people, a selkie, came to live in the village. She fell in love with the fair-faced, soft-voiced Hugh who sang as he fished. The people of the sea love music. Surprised that such a love had come to him, Hugh welcomed the woman into his heart, and all the while knowing her for the wild creature she was. As a sign of her love, she gave him her salty sealskin to keep safe. Time passed and the sea woman bore Hugh twins with eyes as sparkling and green as the waters of her home. The girl they called Fionn and the boy Marlowe, after the sea woman's people. The children helped their mother and father on, on land and sea. Fion fed the chickens, collected warm speckled eggs, and planted seeds in the garden. Morlo fished with his father, hauling nets and crab pots. The smell of the sea salt was on his skin and the heather in his sister's hair. In the evenings, their mother sang them songs of life beneath the sea. She told them of hills and valleys and sweet-waving forests, foam palaces and shining cities of gold and pearls. How Marlowe longed to see them! Years passed and the Sea Woman began to change. Her hair lost its shine, her eyes dimmed, and she found walking difficult. It was time for her to go back. Hugh found her sealskin, and one night, when the summer moon was full and heavy, she walked into the sea and plunged beneath the waves. The water echoed with cries as the sea people welcomed her home. Hugh turned and made his lonely way back up to his cottage. From that day, his nets were always full the sea people guided shoals of sparkling fish to his boat while Hugh played tunes on his fiddle to say thank you. One spring morning, a stranger came to the village. In exchange for bread and fish and blackberry wine, he told of his travels, and he spoke of a land far away where people owned their own land where they profited from the fruits of their labor, instead of watching the landlords cart away the lion's share. He stayed for a while, and a dream began to form in the minds of the villagers. Now, all they could think about was how to pay their passage over the sea to the land far away. So they searched their houses for farthings, pennies and silver sixpences for family treasures to sell until they realized that they would never have enough. But Fionn and Marlowe remembered the stories of palaces, sea people, and cities of gold and pearls. And the next full moon they climbed down the steep path to the stony beach Everything was still and cold, and together they sang a song to call their mother up from her home. As the last note echoed in the dark caves, a sleek, dark head broke through the water. Their mother drew herself up from the water, beautiful and strong. And as she hugged her children close, they told her why they had come, asking, "'Is it true? Are there riches in your world?' "'Can you help us?' "'Come with me,' said her mother. "'Come and see.' "'And Marlowe stepped forward eagerly, "'but Fion drew back, unsure. "'The selkie mother took her son's face gently in her hands "'and blew the, the salt breath of the sea three times into his mouth and nose, "'and then she led him down beneath the waves.' Fear gripped Marlow as they sank into the depths. Icy water cut through him and his lungs, felt that they could burst from the shock as he gasped for breath. Together they rose to the surface. He breathed again and dived down with his mother. For they were two seals now. Down and down they went to the hills, valleys, and forests beneath the sea. The light changed fast as streams of water stroked Marlow's face. Seaweed swayed in the strange currents and fish swam in and out of the forest like birds through trees. All around him his mother's people swam and the sound of the sea rang in his ears as far away he heard the deep song of the great whales. On the beach, Theon waited, fearful and shivering. And as the moon rose higher, she saw two sleek heads rise through the foam, and the moonlight glinted on a box tossed out of the waves at her feet. It was covered in barnacles and wrapped in golden ribbons of kelp. Relief flooded her as Marlow came out of the water. His eyes were full of excitement and Fionn knew that he would return to the sea with his mother. They embraced and wiped salty tears from each other's eyes, and then once again the selkie breathed the life of the sea into her son, and they slipped into the shining water. Fion climbed the steep path home, carrying the box. Fionn found her father sitting by the fire. She pressed the box into her father's hands and as they unwrapped the ribbons she told him of their meeting with their mother of Marlowe's journey beneath the waves and of the joy in his eyes as he returned to the water. They opened the box and inside lay a heap of lustrous pearls. The news spread quickly from cottage to cottage. The pearls paid everyone's passage, and the villagers left their houses to sail for the new world, and as they made their way down to the harbor, the village stood empty behind them. Cats wandered in and out of the echoing stone cottages, and soon they too would be leaving in search of new homes. And as the ship carrying Hugh, Fionn, and the villagers sailed out of Fishguard Harbor, the two seals raised their heads above the water and sang their goodbyes. And that is the story of the Selkies. Selkies are sea fairies, half human, half seal appear all around the British coast, and there are many stories about them. Usually they are women, but some are men. The legend goes, what if you find the skin of a selkie? You can keep her a prisoner on the land, and she will become a faithful wife, but should she ever find her skin, she will return to the sea. The village stands about a mile from where I live, perched above high cliffs, called Mes y Place of the Mountain. It was inhabited until the beginning of the First World War. It is said that the people there became Quakers and wanted to go to Pennsylvania to start a new life but they never raised enough money to go together and drifted off elsewhere. Life there was always hard because all the cottages were tied to farms and even small children worked in the fields. There used to be a cove, now inaccessible, where the villagers kept fishing boats. Today the houses are ruined, but if you stand in the village in autumn... Especially on a foggy day, you can hear the seals singing in the caverns below. Oh, this has been such a wonderful story today. Thank you for listening to The Seal. Children by Jackie Morris. This book can be found on Amazon or FrancisLincoln.com. Francis Lincoln Children's book is a publisher and I hope that you will check out our books as well. Our summer and spring collection is out and you can find us at SlothDreamsBooks.com. Hope you have a wonderful day, and I hope you've enjoyed this wonderful story. Bye-bye for now, everyone!